Okay, before you sit down with your Cooper text in a frenzy and start highlighting and tabbing each chapter with colorful post-it notes, which by the way, I didn't do and you don't have to either, you are going to need a starting point. I know when I submitted my application to sit for the exam, I immediately caught myself thinking, okay, now what? What have I done? First things first, take a deep breath. (sighs) You've got this. Now, let's start to look at some helpful tools that you can use to begin your journey. Welcome to the Just Talks ABA podcast with me, I'm Jess, a BCBA who is still trying to navigate the big world of applied behavior analysis. Join me as I try to break down common topics of applied behavior analysis and attempt to make things make just a little more sense. Hello and welcome to episode one. In today's episode, we are going to cover how to get organized and start to tackle all you need to know about ABA for the BCBA exam. But let's be real, do you ever really know all there is to know about ABA? Keep in mind that not every study tool will work the same for each person. I have seen many people recommending how to organize your textbooks by color and topic and how to prepare a list of things to memorize to then madly scribble down onto the provided whiteboard that's given to you at the testing center. And I can tell you that I didn't either. I barely cracked the Cooper text when I was studying. (gasps) Should I have said that out loud? Yeah, I barely opened the textbook and I passed on my first try. I trusted myself and my own learning style and I think that was better than following the masses. There are a million and one different study tools out there that are available. Find what works for you and worry less about what everyone else is doing. There are so many opinions about the best way to study or the program to buy. Just ignore it. It will only stress you out more. So how do you get started? The first thing that you may want to do after talking yourself down from the feeling of impending doom is to complete a baseline of your current knowledge. This isn't as bad or as scary as it sounds, I promise. All this means is take a pretest. I recommend taking a pretest because it's helpful to get a general idea of your strengths and areas of need before jumping headfirst into all of the different terms and AKAs and study materials and inevitably giving yourself a headache. For example, I used a free mock exam. That's right, a free one. You don't have to spend an arm and a leg on this, I promise. A free mock exam is great because it gives you a visual representation of your performance for each area of the task list. Don't feel discouraged if you don't score as well as you thought. You aren't going to be an expert overnight. I'm still not an expert. All you want to see is your starting point. I found this specific exam that I took through an ABA study group on Facebook. That's another thing. It may be helpful to join an ABA study group so that you can have a support network of other people going through the same thing as you. I know many of my family members and friends had no idea what the process of studying for the exam was like, and they often didn't understand where I was coming from. Your peers are a great source of information and reassurance, and it helps you feel less alone. But keep in mind... These groups can also be overwhelming at times, and it is a-okay to step away. I'll put a link for one of the study groups that I found to be the most helpful in this episode's description. This study group has thousands of members, I'm talking over 40,000, free resources, opportunities to join study groups, mock exams, 
and most importantly, support. Okay, back to the baseline. Once you have a visual representation of your performance in each task list area, I'd recommend you start with your weakest areas first and then work towards your strongest areas. That's not to say you can't spend some time studying your strongest areas in between, and let's be real, you need to build some behavior momentum for yourself and make this at least somewhat enjoyable. The reason it may be helpful to start with your weakest areas first is so that you have lots of time to learn the material, and this way you're spending more time on the things that you need the most help with. If you're worried about covering all the material on time, you can make a schedule for yourself. This doesn't have to be complicated. You can break it down by day, week, month, even hour if you really want to get that technical. That brings me to my second point, create a schedule. What I found helpful was looking at the entire task list and I assigned a set of topics or task list areas for each week. I made sure that I spread the topics out over the amount of time that I had allotted for myself to study. For example, I gave myself about five months to study so that I had quite a lot of time and I didn't feel rushed. I set about one task area per week, and keep in mind, I have also seen people study in two weeks and pass. Remember, this is all about you and you know you best. I made sure that I included a few buffer days or even a week in my schedule without any assigned material so that I could catch up or relax. I personally only studied Monday to Friday and I gave myself the weekends off, unless I really wanted to study, which was like never. So anyway, your mental health is important. Speaking of mental health, on to point number three, make time to relax. It is so important that you keep time for your hobbies and for your social life as much as you possibly can. I personally sacrificed visiting with friends and enjoying my social life for a few months because I was hell-bent on passing the exam the first time. You don't have to do this, and I'll tell you my mental health suffered for it. Acknowledge that you may have a few nights crying tears to yourself or a loved one about how you made a terrible mistake and you were never going to finish and this was the worst idea ever and why did they ever let you do this to yourself? Just me? Okay. Whether you love physical exercise, drawing, reading, mindfulness meditations, yoga, spending time with family, make sure you incorporate this into your study plan. Trust me. And remember, no test or four letters at the end of your name is worth your own emotional or mental well-being. Take care of yourself. So we've covered how to set a baseline, how to set a schedule, and how to put time aside for your mental and emotional well-being. So what study tool do you use? You've taken a deep breath, joined a few Facebook study groups, and you've taken your first mock exam. And now it's time to decide on what study tool is the best choice. And to be honest, there really is no best choice when it comes to the tools that you need to use to be successful. There are many study tools such as the behavior development solutions modules that I completed to the pass the big ABA exam program, using your Cooper, Heron, and Hayward text, sorry, I mean the ABA Bible, paired with a copy of the task list, or just accessing simple free resources. I accessed so many great podcasts, YouTube videos, smartphone apps, and websites that all helped me in some way while I was studying. And I still listen to many of the podcasts and follow along with some of the YouTube channels now that I'm finished. It's all about what works best for you. I won't start listing off programs here, but a simple Google search of BCBA exam prep or applied behavior analysis in Spotify or YouTube will result in a host of study materials, programs, podcasts, kind of like this one. (laughs) Find your best fit. So again, take a deep breath and remember you are a badass. And you've got this.
Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of the Jess Talks ABA podcast. You can find more information about today's episode in the podcast description. Join me next week when I talk about what is ABA and what is a behavior. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit subscribe or tell a friend. I would be so grateful. You can find me on Instagram at jess.talks.aba. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next episode.